0: Your time is very important, so I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. Amen. We made it. Look at your neighbor and say, we made it. Hallelujah. Easter resurrection morning, it's... uh, it is. I call it the Super Bowl of Sundays. That's when they come from all directions. That's when. That's when we know in our hearts. And the thing about it is, is a lot of times what the church world likes to do. Everybody say, "I love the preacher." I love the preacher. Say it one more time. Say, "I love the preacher." The ones who are in church every Sunday we've really forgotten the power of what God is and we're borderline religious minded I'll just step on your toes before I preach you happy but that's okay we become borderline religious because religion says you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this (laughs) But Jesus says, I can do all things. (laughs) Because when he came, he came to destroy religion. Now, most of us in our minds, this is what we're thinking. Jesus, you died so I could get to heaven. And that's good. I don't want to offend you. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm glad you're thinking like that. Because we all want to go to heaven. But the whole point about Easter was, that when Jesus died, that heaven would come to us. There's a big difference. We want to die and go to heaven, but don't you know that when you got saved, your old man died, so you already already died? So when you died, heaven invaded. I'm about to get my Oklahoma shout on up here in just a minute. We call it shucking and bucking. Look at your neighbor and say rodeo time. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to uh, respect your time because I know that uh, you've got a lot of family. You've got a lot of events. You've got a lot of things going on. I want to respect your time. Uh, but we can't really start this Easter uh, message. We can't really talk about Easter unless we go all the way back to the beginning. So if you have your Bibles, I want you, if you would, to turn with me to the book of Genesis. Let's go to the book of Genesis this morning chapter 2 verse number 15 now I bought these glasses here but they're just for looks makes me look smarter (laughs) Genesis chapter 2 verse number 15 are you there look at your neighbor and say are you there yet Genesis chapter 2, if you can't find Genesis, we really need to talk, a serious talk, yes I am, I'm going to take up time, (laughs) man I'm so excited to preach, God don't need y'all's money, we don't need y'all's money amen but this is all about you it's not about us it's not about a light bill it's not about a water bill it's not about a mortgage when god called us over 25 years ago he put a calling inside of us and he said i'll take care of you and there has been times when i wondered god where you at but i remember his bible says uh the the word of god uh says when i read that and says that uh that he will not forsake us amen and said uh over in the book of psalms it says that uh that 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 he would keep our feet amen and it would be sure upon us he said i've never seen a righteous forsaken nor seed begging bread Amen. So as we come today, this is about you. This is about your covenant. This is between you and God. It's a private thing. It's a very private thing. It's not an open thing. It's a private thing. It's about you and Him, Amen. And it's about giving back to the God, Amen, because He don't need it, but what He's saying is is I'm going to trust that you believe that I can do this for you. Amen. Amen. Dear gracious heavenly Father, we come to you today and we thank you, Lord, for this time of giving i thank you lord on this day on easter sunday heavenly father lord i i thank you right now lord as you begin to move in our hearts and in our lives the heavenly father you begin to bless the hands and the feet this morning as they give from their heart today uh, heavenly father it's not the amount that they give it's just they participated uh, heavenly father they didn't walk out of this place uh, until they recognized and understood uh, and as they begin to give uh, and so heavenly father we ask you right now lord that you would bless them uh, lord as they begin to move in the 10 percent part of their lives uh, heavenly father you take care of the 90 i ask you lord that you bless them in jesus name everybody said amen You may come at this time and give. Before we get started today, we got a good friend of ours who became a man today. Josh Coulter turned twenty-one. Stand to your feet, Josh. <laughs> Amen. And I'm gonna do something very special. I'm gonna sing to you this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. No, <clears throat> I used to call my wife when we was just dating. We didn't have cell phones and she had this little phone that would glow in the dark and she would turn the ringer off so when I would call because she had to be home at 10 o'clock because her mom was a good Christian and didn't want her to be out late and uh, so I would call her late at night and she'd turn the ringer off she'd put her phone she'd put her covers up over her head and so when the phone would ring it would light up and she would she would say Hello. <laughs> and I would say hey baby Just had to throw that in there So y'all could get a good laugh Johnny Bravo style Anybody remember Johnny Bravo? That's a 90's thing Yeah, old Russ does Probably remembers Beavis and never mind (laughs) Lord, let me stand on it Genesis chapter 2 Hallelujah Look at your neighbor and say You look good today Look at one of your neighbors and say, Neighbor, give me some room. room. Because I feel a shout coming on. (laughs) Mike Burks has scooted all the way down. Look, he's ready. Some of y'all's probably seen some videos of been invited and y'all's probably thinking, I don't know. That's a little too much for me. I I can't go down there. But it didn't bother you, go to a bar. Go to an OU football team, take your shirt off, paint your chest red, put boomer. Didn't bother you to do that, but no, I don't want to go to church and be a fool. (laughs) Woo! Genesis chapter 2. I'm done with all my ranting and raving. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15. Are you there? The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. Now, 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 I want to say just before I get started, it started in a garden and it ended in a garden. So I want to remind you that God made the place first and then he put you in it. Whew, let me say that again. You can write it down if you want to. God made the place first and then he put you in it. Some of you are trying to make a place That's why you're so miserable. That's why everything's going crazy around your life. Been at the same job for 40 years and still trying to make a place. Got quiet in here. Still trying to make our place. But the Bible says that that the Lord made the garden and then he put man in the garden. And he told man, I want you to tend this garden and take care of it. But the Lord warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except, look at your neighbor and say, except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Father, help me this morning as I preach this word. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a thing called the death angel The death angel did not have any power He was just created God created the death angel The death angel was just just there He didn't have any responsibilities But God already knew Look at your neighbor and say God already knew knew. He created the man He put the man in the garden And he told the man He said look He said I want you to take care of this I want you to till the ground I want you to water it I want you to tend it I want you to eat of all the trees except the tree of knowledge and good and evil I do not want you to partake of this tree now this is a tree the Bible says that the King James Version says it was in the midst of the garden some versions say it was in the middle of the garden but when I look up the Greek word and the Hebrew word they both combine together and say that there was a tree that was in the garden but it wasn't necessarily in the middle of the garden the mist means it was suspended There was a tree in the garden that every other tree growed from the ground, but this tree was different. It was suspended between heaven and earth. Nobody could figure out where's it getting its fruit from? Where's it getting its water from? I see this tree and all these roots and just standing up above the ground. I don't know. This was a tree that when Adam would walk by, he knew exactly what it was. Wasn't that he made a mistake. Oh man, I'm sorry. I thought this was a pecan tree. <laughs> no, this was a tree that God made sure that he did not misunderstand. It was a tree that all by itself, in the midst, suspended between heaven and earth, just like our Lord and Savior toward the end of the life, that he would be suspended between heaven and earth on a tree, praise God. It started in the garden with the tree, and God created man and put man in the tree. And the thing about it is, is we're blaming all of this thing. Well, you know, the devil, the devil's killing me. The devil's me. it's the devil. But the thing about it is that death came from man because God told man if you eat it you'll die so man had the power man had the power of death right there in the garden of Eden it tells us plain did you know that now you had that same power because it was going to take a man to get back that power then all through the time that man had the power of death it was given to God that the death angel was just standing there and now all of a sudden he's called and said okay God says okay now you got a job man has given you the power to have a job Satan come in and the Bible says he was not a snake but he came in a form of a snake and that's why that the snake was cursed And that's why the Bible said that God said that the snake would now crawl upon the ground upon his belly for the rest of his days because he cursed the snake. So Satan came in and he began to talk to Eve. And he came and he talked to her and he said, hey, why don't you eat of this tree? And she says, I can't eat of that tree. If I do, I'll die. And he said, oh, you won't die. Listen, you won't die. God don't want you to eat that tree because if you do, you'll be just like him. But what Eve didn't know is she was already just like him. See, the enemy wants to confuse us and tell us that we ain't. But the Bible said (coughs) that God created man in his image. So that tells me that God has two hands, two feet, got two eyes, and he's good looking like me. (laughs) So if I'm created the image and God created me, Satan was upset and he was mad because now man had the attention that Satan didn't get. In the book of Isaiah, I really don't have a lot of time to go into a lot of this, but the book of uh, 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 Zechariah says uh, that God began to speak and began to speak to Satan. And he says, I created you and I formed you. And he said, I put the gown on you. I put the robe on you. He said, I put the sapphires and the jewels and the emeralds. He said, I put them in you so that you would shine. And so and so Satan, every time he would sing because he was over the choir, he was over all that. And every time, he was saying because God is light and when he would begin to worship God The Bible says uh, that God would look at the worship, uh, and when God would turn and look at the worship, uh, guess what would happen? Uh, Everything on on Lucifer's uh, 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 garment uh, would begin to shine, Uh, and so so when the choir would sing uh, and Lucifer would sing, uh, all he would do was just twirl uh, like this uh, in front of God. That's where the disco ball came from, uh, and light radiated everywhere, uh, and people looked down, Uh, but the only thing that Lucifer didn't like about it uh, was they didn't, nobody knew it was him because when God looked at when God looked at him he couldn't tell that it was him all he could see was a light and that's why we want to be like Christ I don't need them to see me I messed up too much in my life I want them to see Jesus Y'all don't even know how many times I've messed things up. This morning, I poured coffee all out over the floor on Easter morning. I mean, just made a mess. Praise God. And I thought, Dear God, I got to do something right. Amen. We've all had some places in our lives. And so Satan got in and he told Eve, No. If you really eat this, you'll be just like God. So death was summoned. And man died. Spiritual death died. All through the ages and all through the times, Satan's running around thinking, I got this. Now I'm going to kill the thing that he made. God had a plan. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, it was not plan B. God didn't look around and say, Oh, I'm glad I made another plan. The Bible says in Galatians, Before the foundation of the earth was ever laid, Jesus was already slain. Come on, somebody. He'd already made preparations. Before the foundations of the earth was ever laid, Christ was already slain. He didn't go back to plan B. He was right on track, honey. He knew exactly what was going to take place. And so now we fast forward, and now we got this virgin girl. She's about 13 years old, and and, and she's doing everything right. She's courting the man that she's going to marry. As a matter of fact, this man's name is Joseph, and she didn't just see him down there at the Piggly Wiggly one day and say hey I like you this was an arranged marriage get this this was an arranged marriage because in Hebrew custom they arranged it and so they picked this man for her and they said you will get married she courted him they was getting ready and all of a sudden in the middle of it all she throws a big old uh, kink in the plan she says hey I'm pregnant he says who you pregnant with this is Oklahoma talk are you pregnant with my cousin Did Billy Jack do it? What's going on here? What do you mean you're pregnant? I ain't slept with you, she says. She said, I, I, I can't explain it, but I'm pregnant. And I need you to understand something. That God looked all the way down to heaven, down from heaven, and he saw this young girl. And everybody else says, my God, how in the world did that happen? But God had a plan because man in the beginning messed everything up. And God said, I tried to get man to do it once, but he messed it up. He made covenant with man. The Bible said God made covenant covenant with Abraham, and because of that, Abraham messed it up, and God said, I can't make covenant with man, because man will mess it up, I'm just going to take off my splendor, my clothes, I'm going to clothe myself in humanity, and God said, myself, I'm going to stop I'm going to step out of the realm of heaven and I'm going to step in the middle of the earth and I'm going to make covenant with man myself that when I make this covenant, man can't break it because man didn't make it. I'm a poet and didn't know it. Man can't break it because man didn't make it. And God made covenant with man, and he come down through, through a 13-year-old virgin. And the Bible said that Jesus Christ, when he came into the earth, and now and now here he is at 30 years old, he steps out into his ministry, and he begins to minister for three and a half years. And he's trying to tell his disciples exactly what's going on. And for three and a half years, some of you really like this, look at your neighbor and say you're going to like this part for three and a half years every friend he ever made was a misfit (laughs) I throw my misfit series in there Every friend he ever made was a misfit. They None of them had it right. They None of them had it going on. And some were saying, why don't you go to the temple and get some of these guys out of here. Man, these guys have been prepped. Zachariah's nephew is in there. And Zachariah's son is in there going all the way down through, through the linens. Why don't you pick this? And if you're really a messiah, why are you picking people like Matthew? Why are you picking people like like Peter? Peter ain't nothing but just an old fisherman. Why are you getting Andrew? Why in the world uh, are you making friends with these kinds of people? Uh, and the whole time uh, Jesus is coming forth uh, and, 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 and he, he, he's grabbing people that nobody would ever think uh, they could do something for him. Uh. I need to tell somebody uh, that Easter uh, is not about dying and going to heaven. Uh, it's about living uh, and getting heaven uh, down here. Uh, that Jesus uh, wanted to make sure uh, that when they saw the world, uh, they saw the scum of the world uh, that was raised up. Up and lift it up into Jesus. Stand to your feet and give him a crazy praise. <laughs> Woo. Look at your neighbor and say, don't take your spurs off yet. Listen. The Bible says, in Luke chapter 24. Pull Luke 24 up. Luke chapter 24. After Jesus had bled and died, listen, let me just put this in here for you just just for a minute. The only way to get this promise of heaven unlocked was that the man that was made in the garden was made without any sin and knew no sin so he couldn't just grab just anybody he had to have somebody that knew no sin and had no sin and it couldn't be that you know a child was born while they was born because we know that, that when children are born there is no sin in their life but this one had this, this lamb had to go through some stuff. He had to be inspected. The whole reason why Jesus come through Jerusalem at the time of the Passover was because the lambs come in on one side of town and he came in on the other. I like it because he never comes the way everybody else comes. Amen. He always flows in another direction. He always moves in a different place but when the crowd heard that Jesus was coming the Bible said that they run and they grabbed palm trees and threw them on the ground and hollered Hosanna 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 forever the King forever Hosanna Hosanna they come through as he went through and he got inspected on many different levels the Bible says that he he got Flogged with a cat of nine tails. And with that cat of nine tails, the Bible said that every stripe upon his back. See, the Romans had a belief, they had a theory that you could flog a man 39 times and he wouldn't die. But if he did, it wasn't their fault. Every other thief that was hung on the cross. Had never been beaten. No other man had ever been beaten publicly like that up until this point. The apostle Paul declares and says that he'd been beaten five times. That's another story. But he was called for Christ. But until then, they'd never seen anything quite like this. The Bible says that on his way to Galgotha. Galgotha is a name that's been handed down from the name Goliath because when David killed Goliath the Bible said he cut his head off <coughs> and took it all the way to Jerusalem and buried it so now they called it Galgotha and also the hill of skull so in Genesis when he said that the serpent would bruise your heel <laughs> he's prophesying all the way up to this point and getting ready for what is about to take place Jesus goes up Calvary's hill he gets to that spot the Bible says that they take a spear and they come to him because they want his body six hours upon the cross Nobody else had died yet. Sometimes it would take them days to die because, because on the cross he would suffocate a long agonizing death. And they was planning on having it uh, to, for, for him to be up there at least a couple days. But six hours, the number for man is six. God created man on the sixth day. That's where we get the mark of the beast, six, six, six. God created man. The mark of the beast is the mark of man in six hours up on the cross and he died. They didn't kill him because you can't kill God. He's like a lamb led to the slaughter and there on the slaughter hill, he died and gave up the ghost. They wanted his body Roman soldiers said he ain't dead yet they said he's dead so they come by and took a spear and they pierced him in the side the Bible says that blood and water came out of his side In the old time history when they'd make sacrifice the blood would get so thick that it wouldn't flow So they're trying to figure out how to get all the blood out of the temple so that everybody, the millions of people could see that blood was shed because the blood would get so thick that it would just stay in one spot. And somebody said, why don't we get some water and put into the tray and thin the blood and we can have the water to come out and thin the blood and then we can have blood and water. And so so the people that were standing around watching, they, they... they would know uh, that when they seen the blood, uh, that a sacrifice uh, had been given. Uh, but when they seen water, they knew uh, that a sacrifice uh, had been accepted uh, and that God was pleased. <clears throat> when a child is born, the water's got to break. And on the cross, Jesus literally gave birth to the whole world blood and water you my friend were born When you read the book of revelations and you can prove me wrong if you want to I've only been doing this for 25 years but I've been wrong a couple times but well, you can prove me wrong you can read the book of revelations any place in the Bible where the Bible says uh, that, and and uh, most people says uh, well uh, you know what God's going to write your name in the Lamb's book of life but never says that but you'll find a place where he says he will blot it out you know why because he already wrote your name there he's already dependent he's dependent he knows that his blood is powerful enough to keep you he knows uh, And so, uh, and so there are people who, whose names have been blotted out but it's been their own decision. It has never been God's because when Jesus Christ died on the cross the Bible says in John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever look at your neighbor and say am a whosoever See, I call upon his name. It didn't say we'd go to a board or to a committee and would find out, are you really Catholic? Are you really Baptist? Are you really a life changer? Because they're crazy down there. I, I want to know you got some crazy blood in you because they're crazy down there. But life changers, you just got to be mixed. You got to be everything. Come on, somebody. Praise God. We just don't like one. My goodness. We like everything. Praise God. We, 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 <laughs> we, we like the Indians and the Irish, don't we? Anna? Praise God. We like them all. Praise God, we like everything coming together, praise God, and that's what Jesus was doing, and he was running around to the misfits, and he was gathering him a crowd, and he was gathering him a church, because the religious people, they just want to go to church and go home, they want to come to church, they want to do everything they can do, they want to pay the tithe, they want to show up, they want to look good, they want to smile, they want to go to the restaurant, and wear their Sunday clothes, and wave at everybody, they want to put the bumper sticker on their, uh, on their car, they want to wear the t-shirt, They want to carry the Bible. They want to tell everybody, I know God, and we don't even know God. We know of God, but we don't know God because religion will not put you in a place to know God. But when Jesus Christ shows up, he has a thing called relationship, and he does away with religion, and he moves inside of you. And now forevermore, you have life in you. But very early on Sunday morning, he died on Friday. Saturday was a bad day. I mean, Friday was bad enough, but Saturday. Saturday he was in the tomb. Saturday they stood at a distance and said that's where they laid him. I need that air turned down a little bit please. Amen. I'm sweating and shivering at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. It's the Oklahoma word. Possum kingdom. That's what it is. Possum kingdom. The uh He looked. They stood at the distance and they looked at a tomb and it was sealed up. They had a bad day. It was horrible. It's horrible. Trying to figure out what happened what just happened why everybody else went back to do the things that they was doing there was one woman by the name of Mary now she wasn't your average Mary she had seven devils at one time misfit come on misfits at one time she had seven devils she was the harlot woman who broke the alabaster box and rushed in to Jesus's feet, while the rest of the Pentecostal life changers stood around drinking coffee. You can shout or not shout; I don't care. Praise God! But there was one misfit in the middle of it all who broken out a bastard box, and no water on his feet, but her tears watered his feet, and her hair tied dried his feet. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 that a woman's hair is her glory and for a woman to take and put her hair down in public was a disgrace, but she said, I'll be disgraceful in front of my Lord and Savior before I I let any one of you again disgrace him. And she pulled her hair down in a disgraceful moment and dried his feet while the rest of them said, if you knew what kind of woman she was. You wouldn't let her touch you. Jesus said, leave her alone. My <laughs> boys that come in, they'll, they'll say something. I'll say, uh-uh. uh I said, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I believe. That's what Jesus said. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. (laughs) he shed his blood he died he's in a grave Hmm. Satan's having a party He's running through hell saying, we did it, boys. You can give me five. It's okay. We did it, boys. We did it, boys. We did it, women. We did it. (laughs) He's from Missouri. I got to watch out. He did it, boys. We did it. We conquered this thing. Man thought they had it, but didn't make it. We did it, praise God. We did it. We did it. We got it going on. Now the church is quiet. They all scattered. They're running. I don't hear nobody praying. Ain't nobody praying no more, are they? Ain't nobody going to the uh, 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 temple anymore, are they? Look, we did it. We finally silenced it. Now, Now Satan says, now I can have peace. All of a sudden, (laughs) Jesus kicked the back end out of that grave. And with all of his glory... He come walking through the midst of hell. And all the quiet, I mean, all the roaring going on in hell, people saying, yeah, we did it, was falling on their knees and saying, worthy is the lamb. And the devil's looking around thinking, what's going on? And Jesus comes strutting through. Praise God. I believe he had it going on now. He comes strutting through. And I believe he said, how do you like me now? Praise God. How do you like me now? when he comes strutting through that place and all the hell begin to fall down and worship him, he looked at Lucifer and he said, give me the keys of hell and the grave because now I'm giving it back to man and man is going to have the power of life again. They will not have to suffer any more sin, no more. My God, stand to your feet one more time and give him... I'm a crazy praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah. But very early on Sunday morning, after Jesus done got through whooping the devil. Matter of fact, Jesus was right in the middle of whooping the devil when Mary showed up. But very early Sunday morning. My mind keeps going back. I, I ain't got time to preach early Sunday morning because y'all don't get up here till 10: 45. Uh, very early. Dear God, Sunday morning. The women went to the tomb, taking spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. The men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who lives? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee—that the Son of Man must be t- betrayed into the hands of the sinful men uh, and be crucified, uh, and then he would rise again uh, on the third day. Uh, <laughs> I need to tell somebody right now—he uh, didn't just get up so you could get into heaven. Uh, he got up so he could give you the authority of life back, uh, because uh, because in the Genesis, uh, in the very beginning, the Bible said that that Satan uh, he 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 tricked uh, he tricked Eve, uh, and he took the power of life from her. And the only way to get it back or to stay in graces with God is to kill an animal and go through sacrifices and blood sacrifices. There was 1286 public sacrifices that they had to do every single year. I don't know about you, but that would wear me out. Sometimes 2 hours in church, people can't hardly hold their eyes open. Could you imagine trying to kill 1,286 animals uh, every single year for every trespass and every sin uh, that you did, every lie that you told? There was an animal for everything. uh, There was an animal if you betrayed a friend. uh, There was an animal if you lied to a friend. uh, There was an animal if you trespassed uh, and transgressed against God. uh, And actually, there's only two major sins. uh, There's transgressions and iniquities, uh, and they both fall underneath them. uh, We got 596 sins uh, that the church, well, that's a sin, brother. That's a sin, brother. That's a sin, brother. But it's transgressions and iniquities. And transgressions is sins that's handed down from a father in generations. And iniquity is sins that's been justified by the church. Justified means just as if I had no sin. And do you know how many iniquity people? My God, I better get off of that. That comes to church every Sunday just as if they had no sin in their life. Thank God for Jesus so I want to remind you that Easter not just about Jesus went to heaven Easter is about life coming into you because when he got up He give you the authority to get up. The Bible says a righteous man will fall seven times, but he'll get up eight. So when he got up, he gave us the power to get up, and now life is inside of us. That's what the enemy don't want you to know. He don't want you to know that life is in you. He wants you to think that you can't make it. But while Christ is inside of you, He is the living of all things. He lives. Come on, somebody. He lives. He's not just up in heaven looking down. He's inside of me. He's inside of us. If it was not for Him, I wouldn't be living. I'd have lost my mind a long time ago. I don't know how I got past some of the places I got past. I'd have never come out of the drug world. I should have been in the penitentiary. I should have died. Uh, while I was doped up. uh, I should have got killed uh, in that uh, motel uh, in in, in Texas, in Waco, Texas. Uh, That gun should have went off, uh, and my blank brain should have been splattered uh, all over the building. Uh, But thank God for a Holy Ghost praying mama that was in Atoka, Oklahoma, on her knees uh, and crying out to God at three or uh, actually about five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, And most people don't want to pray until they go to church uh, or unless they got a problem. Uh, But I had a mama who Stayed on her knees in prayer, and she said, I know that you died for him, and I know that he's living, I know that he's alive, and the devil is a liar, and you can't have him. And when that gun misfired, that old boy looked at me, and he went one direction, and I went another direction. Praise God! But I know at a moment, without a shadow of a doubt, that what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago, that on that cross, He said. Says Roger Brown, you will live. Still got fifteen minutes. (laughs) This is why I'm so passionate. About what I do can y'all handle this can you really handle this I probably made more mistakes after knowing Jesus than I did before him I probably disappointed more people after knowing Christ than before. But there's just something about that whole mindset. He got up. He got up. He didn't lay there. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. He was going to give the promise of life back to humanity. The word Adam is pronounced Adam means mud man. Human is a man made from mud and being is spiritual from God, so he puts together human being. We're a mud man with a spirit. We live. We live because he died. We don't live because we got the COVID shot. We don't live because we take our vitamins. We live because he died. Graves all over the world are celebrated because who's in them? But today... We celebrate a grave of who's not there. He said, I'll take the foolish things of this world and confound the wise. Do you know how foolish it is to get dressed up in a suit and to sweat and scream and holler and shout and run all over this place. Do you know how foolish that is? That's okay. I'll become a fool so I can become wise so that his power can move in my life. All over this place, stand to your feet. Pastor Anna,